Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you got to do is call 1-88-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Ah, March is here. March is here! Very excited. March Madness coming up. I know everybody's going to put the college basketball full-court press on over the next week to jump on Ken Palm, 
start to understand who's good and then just throw money around. A lot of college basketball gambling coming up here in the next, I would say, two weeks. Um, Big sports weekend just behind us. I don't even know if it would qualify as big. I think Gavin probably had the biggest sports news of the of the last week, right, Gavin? Uh, Did I? Yeah, I mean, come on. He, Gavin jumps on uh, social media, posted he got engaged. Big <laughs> round of applause for Gavin. Well done. Thank you, uh, thank you. I joined the club. Yeah, stepping into the big leagues, and now with, you know what the next question is, right? So when are you guys having kids? <laughs> that that that's gonna happen. The next question's yeah. coming. Uh, but that's exciting. I still remember what it was like. Did you ask? I, I know the audience wants to know. Did you <laughs> ask your fiance's dad for permission? I asked her family. Yeah, her, oh, the whole her, family. Her, well, her her mother. Her her dad uh, is not with us anymore. Oh, okay. But yeah, I did. Sorry, I, I did ask that. the family. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's Absolutely. uh. That's pretty cool, man. I I still remember going to a lunch in New York City with my you know then girlfriend's dad. And I think he knew the deal. And I'm sure your your uh, fiance's family knew the deal when you called him up, right? Oh yeah. Like, hey, can yeah. I stop by? I want to <laughs> just uh, say something, you know. And uh, it's it's exciting and nerve wracking. But congratulations, Gavin. He is. Uh, woof, Gavin. This is big, man. And you picked a good Woo! week because uh, you know there's really no stress over sports. This week there wasn't a ton of happening. NBA jumps into the uh, the All Star break. College basketball's kind of like they're they're getting to the end of the regular season. NFL news, really, you know, the Russell Wilson stuff's still out there. We'll dive into it with a couple guests later today. Um, no movement with Dak Prescott and um, and the Cowboys. You know, the whole Baker, Ma- Colin Cowherd, my guy, milked Baker Mayfield and aliens. Uh, I will say this, Gavin, we do not have that as a topic today. Baker Mayfield claims to have seen an alien. But we do have um, kind of some big news that happened here over the last 24 hours, a, a former star, and we could call Blake Griffin a former star, basically gets bought out. He decided, I'm willing to sacrifice 13, I think it was $13.6 million to say, let me hit the open market so I can go play for a real team. Uh, Blake leaving the Detroit Pistons. And I think I've mentioned this phrase to you guys before. It's uh, hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. And I, you know, listen. I don't personally know Blake Griffin. Never interviewed him, um, but I can say this: he falls for me into the Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook camp of what a freak athlete that guy is. Look at how talented he is. He's so uh, bouncy and explosive. He's just looking to dunk on anybody, and he never really rounded out his game and became a. I can score at all three levels kind of guy, and I'm going to play until I'm deep into my 30s because I've got such a deep reservoir of talent and I can do so many things. And these guys have choices to make. It is the easy choice to, you know what, I'm not going to work on my three in the offseason. I'm Blake Griffin. I'm in a million commercials. I can dunk on everybody. I've got an incredible... Um, highlight reel of jams, and I'm legitimately famous. I'm going to work on my comedy. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to live the dream out here in L.A. And Blake Griffin never really made the jump to light speed, if you will, by adding the three-pointer to his game because that's how you really become a fully complete superstar by rounding out your game. And the easy choice is, ah, 
I don't need to do it. I'm already I'm already a 25 and 10 guy, which is what Blake Griffin was like right out of the gate. I mean, his first two years, 20 and 10 guy, but uh, you know, drilled down a little more and he never really got back to that level. And as stunning as this may be, Blake Griffin's 32 next week. And his career is just about over. Guys, LeBron is 36 years old, and he's a strong MVP candidate. I would say he's the leader. Others might say Joel Embiid. Others might say uh, Nikola Jokic. I think James Harden is the horse that's kind of closing in from the outside. Still got some work to do. But Blake Griffin took the easy way out of just being a dunker. Now, he did once he got traded, and it was one of the roughest trades ever, you know? Blake Griffin becomes a free agent. Everybody's clamoring for him. And I think he, he sat down with the Phoenix Suns. That was one of the teams he was supposed to meet with. But the Clippers, you know, obviously he was a homegrown talent. Clippers drafted him. Blake Griffin goes to the Jerry West meeting. They bring him into Staples. And over the loudspeaker, they're hanging, hanging a Blake Griffin banner in the rafters right next to Taylor Swift. I had to get that jab in, sorry. And Blake Griffin is wowed, and he's like, all right, I'm staying with the Clippers, $171 million. Less than six months later, the Clippers trade Blake Griffin to Detroit. Like an ultimate slap in the face. Brutal. Blake Griffin still did have one really good year there, 2019. He was third-team All-NBA, put up great numbers, actually shot his best on three-pointers, and took the Pistons to the first round. They got swept by the Bucks. Blake, you remember he had like a balky knee. He ends up getting surgery, and he's never been the same since. The worst part is he had to get surgery to clean it up six months later. So he's had two knee surgeries since that third-team All-NBA season. And this is what happens when you don't totally round out your game, guys. What is Blake Griffin right now? Like, Gavin and I were discussing, like, can we do a whole segment or two on Blake Griffin? Is he that coveted in the market? We know the Lakers are interested. We know the Nets want him. Portland, I believe, is interested. But ultimately, like, what is Blake Griffin? Uh, This is a staggering stat that I saw on Blake Griffin yesterday that is, I would say, super depressing. You know, Blake didn't play a ton of games, I think 13 games this season. He's the only player, 6'7 or taller, who's taken more than 150 shots this season and doesn't have a dunk. This is a guy who lived off dunks early in his career. All he wanted to do was jam on someone. And he is without a dunk this season. The only guy 6'7 or taller taken more than 150 shots. And if Blake Griffin can't dunk or do anything inside, and he has two blocks this season, he ain't no rim protector. Can he be a small ball five? Like, what is Blake Griffin at this stage in his career? And again, it's sad. He's 32 in a week. Like, this is almost depressing. This is a guy who, I don't know, for the better part of the early 2010s was one of the best shows in the NBA. Lob City, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan. They were fun. They were supposed to be next. We talk about it all the time on this show. Steph Curry was like a distant third or fourth or fifth in the West when it was like, all right, Lob City, they're taking over. Kobe, 
near the end, and, you know, Chris Paul couldn't stay healthy, and Blake Griffin had, like, a toe injury in the postseason. Uh, he broke his hand one postseason. It was just like, well, that never happened. Curry and the Warriors zoomed past him. And, I, you know, I, I did – I've taken Russell Westbrook to task many times on this show for never becoming a three-point shooter. By the way, Russell Westbrook, his career's not at the Blake Griffin level, but it's cratering quickly. You know he's shooting 58% from the line this year, 21% below his career average. I mean, it's in his head at this point. He can't shoot free throws. We know he can't shoot threes. And Allen Iverson is another guy. Um, this is a guy who was one of the biggest stars in America in his prime. Allen Iverson was such a big star in the NBA, he got the league to change their dress code. Okay? What happened to Allen Iverson once he crossed 30 years old and left Philly? I mean, he did lead the, lead the league in minutes, five of six straight years. Um, but he never developed a three-point shot. So he turns 30, final year in Philly, 31, he spent the year between Philly and Denver. 32, he was in Denver, remember, uh, on, on a pretty good Nuggets team. He wasn't, you know, the alpha. 33, Denver, Detroit. 34, Memphis, Philly. And then he was done. I don't, I think we're almost underestimating the fact that LeBron is doing this at 36 because he cares so much about his body because he's added the three-point shot. He was having a career best year from three earlier this season. So it's like you got Blake Griffin, hard choices, easy life. Russell Westbrook, same deal. Allen Iverson, same deal. And I will close this with a warning and a props, okay? I'm going to give the warning right now to John Morant. Because I know you guys have watched him. He is immensely talented, very springy, uh, all the bunny emojis for John Morant. He can't shoot. He can't throw the he can't throw a rock in the ocean from the shore. Shooting 23% on threes. John Morant, you've got to make the hard choice and go in the gym all summer and work on your three. That's the hard choice. In the offseason, can John Morant do that? Because Iverson didn't want to do it. Like Griffin didn't want to do it. Russell Westbrook did not want to do it. Now, who has done it? Ah, yeah. You know it's coming. My guy, Zach Levine, baby. Uh, Chris, can we cue up the Space Jam music as I talk about? Um, <laughs> I don't know if that if, we, if we're allowed to use the Space Jam music. But Zach Levine is a guy who has made the hard choice of in the offseason. Oh, you're a 20-point-a-game guy. You don't need to be in the gym. You can just go, go, go meet chicks. Go hang out in L.A. I mean, heck, Blake Griffin was hanging out with Kendall Jenner. He, he was all with the Kardashian crew. He was super famous. He didn't need to be in the gym. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I, I associate this with Zach Levine. I know Chris is looking at me like I'm a lunatic. Yeah. No, I remember that dunk contest. Oh, it's ridiculous. Who is, who sings? Is this not the Ying Yang Twins? This no, Quad is City Quad DJs. Quad City DJs, yes. Zach Levine, shout out to him. This is a guy who was in the gym in the in the offseason. Zach Levine, 43% on threes this year. An all-star. He could be third-team All-NBA. Could score at all three levels. This is a guy who has worked tirelessly to get where he is. I mean, look at his three-point numbers. 38, 38, 34, 37. All right, Chris, that's good. Thank you. Yes, Zach Levine has made the jump to light speed. He's in the gym 
working on his three. He is number one in fourth quarter usage. And my favorite stat, clutch points. Guess who leads the NBA in clutch scoring? Final five minutes, game within five points or fewer. Zach Levine. That's a big-time superstar. Now, Joel Embiid, I believe, is second on that list. Joel Embiid also, he's a guy you can tell has been working on his game. And you have the hard choices, folks. I mean, listen, I had the choice yesterday of uh, I got some guys together to play basketball. We had a fun run. And then the wife's like, hey, we're going to go to our friends, have socially distanced sushi. I said, babe, I got to get ready for the radio show. And part of me is like, I've been doing the radio show for five years now on Saturdays. I know the drill. I got a good producer in Gavin. I'm on the stuff all week. I can wing it. And I said, babe, I'm going to need an hour here to prep for the show. I'll be over later. And, like, she's not going to say anything. She knows. Like, I love this stuff. I'm spending far too much time devouring sports. I mean, but that's what it takes to make that jump and and, and stay on the grind. And I, and I love this, folks. And, you know, I, I wonder how much Blake Griffin loved being a star versus love basketball. So he's supposed to pick the Nets or Lakers. Portland is a bit of a sleeper. Um you know, I, I would say Phoenix has no chance with the Chris Paul history with Blake Griffin. It's ugly. They hate each other. And, of course, what the Clippers did to Blake, there's no shot that he's going back there. Um, I, I really do think if he wants to play 30 minutes a night, the Nets could be an option. I don't know if his body will hold up. But if he wants to go on a revenge tour, go to the Lakers. Because you will see Kawhi, Paul George, Jerry West in the playoffs. You probably will see Chris Paul in the playoffs. and. You got you look around, you got Anthony Davis behind you. You know, you're not a great defender, Blake at 32. You got AD. He's got your back. You got LeBron running the offense. Blake Griffin was everything. He was the fulcrum of the offense in Detroit and made third team all NBA. You go to Lakers, LeBron says, yo, Blake, go in the corner, hang out. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spot up for three, you good. Like, that's a good situation if you're Blake Griffin. So he's got options. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. No, not now. That sounds like it's going to cost you. I know what to do. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, I could have the money in my account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Circle Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Uh, shout out to the, to the guy who's listening who tweeted at me, Vince Carter applies to the adapting your game so you could stick around longer. Now, that's a great call. 
uh, Benjamin because Vince Carter stuck around till I think he was 40. This was a guy who was a dunker, and Vince Carter said, you know what, I want to stick around in this league, make money for an extra six, seven, eight, nine years. Let me add a three, and that's what Vince Carter did. Great call. He, I, I, listen, I, Vince Carter, Zach Levy, you've got to round out your game. You know, uh, this is silly. Um, I'm going to bring it up anyway. I don't know if Chris or Gavin are into it. So one of the guys I played basketball yesterday with, uh, his name is Ben Verlander, brother of Justin Verlander. And he just started at Fox. So, you know, he's telling me about this thing called Twitch. And I know what Twitch is. I have the app. But I use Twitch to go uh, on uh, and watch the Australian basketball team that I own. I watch their games on Twitch like late at night because the time difference between New Zealand and here. And that's all I know about Twitch. So Ben Verlander, who started at Fox, he is like a big gamer on Twitch. So he's awesome at this baseball game. Whatever, major league, whatever the major league is. MLB the show. MLB the show, that's it. He crushes it on there. He's so good that people will pay to watch him on Twitch. (coughs) I don't know anything about Twitch. He tells me, oh, yeah, I do these hangouts. People come watch me play. Then I open packs. Whatever. I'm like, damn. Is it how, what kind of revenue stream is this? And he starts telling me the numbers. I'm like, okay. So last night, I jump on Twitch to see what he's got cooking. And my kids are with me. I'm like, guys, you know, you guys play video games a lot. Now explain this to me. And I feel old. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is what happens and blah, blah, blah. And then he's, I start telling my kids, oh, well, he was telling me this is how much you get for every subscriber. And you split the revenue and blah. And I'm like, my kids start doing the numbers and they're like, yeah, dad, you should be on here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And now I'm going to consider diving into Twitch. Chris, do you ever dabble on there? Yeah, I'm actually, I've hit the threshold. So there's multiple thresholds went to get monetized. Uh, I am right. I'm like on my way on my personal channel to affiliate uh, our blog pride to Detroit, where we've, we have hundreds of people who watch us every week. Oh, We're wow. already affiliate. We're trying to go for partner, which is the next, next level up, but because we just do like, one two hour shows right we don't qualify for that i mean uh, twitch has been around forever and they have this whole system and Dude, plenty so of guys wait, hold on hold yeah. on it, it, you only do one two hour a week what if you guys ratchet that it up to like 30 minutes a day well we I, that still wouldn't be enough uh twitch kind of looks for people to almost be like some of the best twitch streamers i know uh will stream for about eight hours a day what like it's a, it's a full-time thing for a guy oh, like glad on. or for shroud or ninja or any of those big names they, that's their job is but that's just they, their they, full-time job right 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 but it's they're they're looking for lots like I, I forget the actual like hour averages you have to do but there's certain levels to a lot of it there's certain viewer averages and you know we do it for our live podcasts and everything we basically do them at like radio shows with a simulcast but we also do stuff on there like Madden streams. We're trying to do more and more of it. So but Madden, it's definitely... so you're playing Madden, and then these people who follow you are watching you play, and uh, you're talking to for, them. for certain streams. I during the NFL season, we like doing something called Madden Sim, where we just re- do something silly with the uh, with the roster mm. for the Lions, where we sim out the game that the Lions are about to play or something, just uh, stuff like that. So it's for us, it's it's mixed game, but. For a lot of people, like, yeah, it is. Like, I know a bunch of guys who just stream Madden, and that's all they do. So, uh, you know, Gavin, do you ever dabble? Or I've I've watched Twitch. Um, I got really into Call of Duty Warzone over the pandemic. 
okay. you know, we had no sports on. Yeah, so yeah. that I was watching a lot of Call of Duty on uh, on Twitch. And yeah, those guys, I mean, specifically one of the players I would watch, he'd be on there six, eight hours a day. Like I would see his stream was like eight hours long, eight which hours is- of playing yeah. video games? Now, if you're monetizing it, hey, I get that. Oh yeah, and these guys were completely were. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's. I'm just talking. You got to round it out, folks. The more you can do, the better. Now, uh, eight hours a day of video games is a lot, and I, I don't know if I'm that, that good. I like to think I'm that good at uh, NBA 2K and Madden and you know whatever. But um, for some guys, it's not about being good. It's just about being entertaining and for all part those of hours. a community, right? Yeah, that you is have a to major thing. Constantly be community. checking chat and talking to chat. Some of the guys I watch for other games, like. This guy named Tuner who does this uh, Japanese kind of game I watch, but he's constantly re- addressing chat. People have these this point system where it's like, oh, hey, I spend channel points. Have him drink a glass of water or something. So it's it's just mm. kind of fun stuff like that that yeah. we uh, there are, if, yeah. are, there's a lot of NFL players and well, you yeah. just talked about an MLB player like that do it. In yeah. fact, yeah, like. I, I was watching Austin Eckler earlier this year, and he you know for the Chargers, Chargers guy, and, he, yeah, yeah. and his his community grew a ton over the pandemic because he was able to do it more and what mm. ben ben verlander is doing there too opening packs that's a big thing people like watching it's kind of like on youtube people like watching loot uh openings from like loot box or whatever the nerd stuff is people love watching that stuff again like gotcha rolls or loot box opens or like yeah mm. just uh card packs or whatever people love that stuff just because I don't know. People want to have that thrill of slot machines without actually spending their money on a slot machine. Right. So I mean, I, it's tough for me to get in, like, understand why someone would want to watch me open a pack of cards. Speaking of, Gavin, Top Shot. <laughs> Let's um, do it. <laughs> I finally signed up. You know, uh, Sports Cheetah and my buddy Vic convinced me, Jason, sign up. So um, this NBA Top Shot thing, I'm, I, I don't know how much I believe that there's value in this stuff, but... Uh, and we had, what was it, Brian Scalabrini last yes. week. He said he yeah. opened a pack. First of all, I don't believe that he sold to Mitchell Robinson for $900. I don't. <laughs> and I'll tell you why in a second. So uh, my buddy Vic says, so the drop is at 9 a.m. Friday. You need to get in line at about 845. So I'm a loser. So I set an alarm at 840 on my phone. And I go, and the line's already started. So I quickly get in line, and I, I get this pack. And you have to wait like 80 minutes for it to come down to your turn. And I finally get this top shot pack. And I'm like, all right. And then do you want to open it? So I open it and I get three cards. Tyrese Halliburton did something, some Julius Randall, and then uh, I forget who the other guy was. And I, my first thought is, all right, where do I sell these things? <laughs> who wants to buy my, my pack? Uh, and, and, you know, then they're like, oh, the marketplace is down and all. It's just I'm like, okay. So you still have them right now? I do have them. I spent $14 on the pack, which is, you know, whatever, 14 bucks. If I can sell Tyrese Halliburton for $200, it's out, done. <laughs> yeah, Let my friend me. Ryan, who's my big gambler in my life, he just sold two Zion Williamson cards, and I think he pulled in like $480 between the two of them. So. Yeah, that's, listen, the and pack those are just was common cards, bucks. too. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I spend more than that on Starbucks in a usual week. So what, uh, why not? Like, so at any rate, I'm trying new stuff, folks. You definitely try new stuff. What I should try to do better of is uh, talking about Russell Wilson, which we didn't even get to. We'll get to him after this. Uh, But first, here is Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending in Sports. 
Good morning, Jason. NFL Media reporting this morning that the New Orleans Saints have restructured the contracts of defensive end Cameron Jordan and linebacker Demario Davis to create over $13 million of cap room. NFL Media also reporting the Saints have re-signed running back Ty Montgomery to a one-year deal. In college football, Kansas placed head football coach Les Miles on administrative leave Friday after the release of a 2013 LSU investigation that concluded he behaved inappropriately with female student employees while he was the head coach there. The report also revealed that LSU's athletic director recommended firing Miles at the time. Mark Schlebaugh reports the NCAA has charged the Arizona men's basketball program with five level one violations. That includes two allegations of academic misconduct. Head coach Sean Miller also charged with not promoting an atmosphere of compliance amongst his staff. On the court, I'm at liberty to tell you that the first team to clinch a berth in the NCAA tournament is Liberty. On Friday, they beat Stetson in the Atlantic Sun Tournament semifinals. Their championship game opponent, North Alabama, not eligible for the NCAA tournament yet because they're still in the process of making the transition to Division I, so therefore Liberty gets the A-Suns automatic berth. Jason, all yours. Hey, Isaac, before you go, uh, can I get some more info on this Les Miles thing? Because I see I just opened up social media and I see all these people talking about it. Uh, can you give me the too long, didn't read version? Well, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, it's very... There is no version of that. No, it's it's just disturbing. It's creepy. Oh, it's no. Facebook. It's text messages. It's female students in a car with him. The allegations that he uh, suggested they go to a hotel or... Less miles? Well, yes, but... Wasn't he like 64? Two at the time or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. He's sixty-seven now. So th- this, uh, the the crux of it is what what adds the dimension to this. Besides all these really creepy allegations, is this all was from twenty thirteen, and it's just coming to light now because USA Today sued LSU. They actually took them to court to get this investigative report released. So this investigative report was done in 2013 by LSU. The recommendations were that Miles, at the time LSU's head coach, acted inappropriately. The athletic director at the time recommended that he be fired. But despite that, that report was not made public by LSU at all in 2013. You think that would have been of interest to the university or the student body? I mean, this university report literally ordered him not to be alone with female oh students in the report. Jeez. And then, cool. and then, and then Kansas hires him now. So it, it's multifaceted, both LSU essentially covering this up, if you will, and also Kansas hiring him and employing him as the head coach. So, yes, that's oh. that's what stands out. Wow. Thank you, Isaac. So, uh, Les Miles, man, he sounds like he's in some trouble. This is creepy. So, Les Miles was creeping on LSU students on Facebook. Holy hell. And in person, yeah. And, and also, according to the report, he, like, ordered that all female student employees be uh, fit, blonde, and attractive. I'm just not going to say anything uh, in regard to that. Yeah, uh, that's, what, that's what the report uh, alleged alleged that he oh, my goodness. maintained. Right. Wow. Wow. That seems like an explosive story. Thank you, Isaac. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something. 
on auto insurance. Sounds like uh, Kansas is going to be in the market for a new head coach then. Les Miles, oof, wow. But, you know, I guess the, 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 the real news is here, LSU at this time was, what, 2013, 2014? They were a perennial contender for the national title. And I think it's pretty clear that LSU prioritized football and winning over the safety of their students. And um, there's probably going to be some lawsuits coming out of this. Uh, I don't know what the statute of limitations is in Louisiana. But if the football program buried this stuff so Les Miles could continue bringing in five-star recruits and and trying to win national championships, um, that's that's going to be bad. That That's a big deal. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, the other thing. Isaac also mentioned during the break, I mean, Isaac's just full of great news today. Um, the New Orleans Saints restructured two defensive players, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. If memory serves, Gavin, they did some of this cap restructuring about a month ago. They've done some this week as well. Okay. Their kicker, so Will Lutz, yeah. What are we supposed to read into this? Jay Glazer was the one who initially reported that Drew Brees is toast. And he's retiring. It was his last game in the playoffs. Remember when he gagged and threw three picks and cost me money against uh, Tampa Bay? And they're making—I mean, is all are all these moves? Are we to believe that Drew Brees is coming back? I mean, there, there's you know, Cam Jordan this week actually accidentally slipped up and said that Drew Brees is going to retire. So maybe this is opening the door for Russell Wilson. You know, it, I don't. They they still have a lot to move. They're they're in Capel right now. We keep hearing about. So uh, we're going to talk to Andrew Brandt later. Maybe yeah. this is something that can happen though. Interesting. I mean, listen. Do they suddenly become in the mix for Deshaun Watson? I don't know. But this is what smart teams do. They get ready in advance. Um, I think last weekend. Well, okay. Uh, let's go. Right, let's go to the Cam Jordan sound. Cam Jordan talking about Drew Brees as the Saints try to move heaven and earth to keep their franchise quarterback or bring in a new one. The last couple of years, you've looked at our defense. We've turned a page in our defense that have made us more complimentary towards our team as, as a whole. And the one thing we had been lacking, you know, prior to the last couple of years was our defense. Now, if you give us a guy like Russell Wilson because Drew has retired Say because it. he has deemed it so fit, Say I would it. take Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. That's yeah. you know, it's a no-brainer. Do brainer. you win the Super Bowl? I think I think we've always been poised. Do the last you four win years. the Super Bowl? So absolutely. But that's that's my that's my vision year in, year out. The last couple of years you've looked at our defense, we've turned a page in our defense that have made us more complimentary towards our team as, as a whole. Now, if you give us a guy like Russell Wilson because Drew has retired Say because it. he has deemed it so fit, Say I would it. take Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. Ooh. Huh. Cam Jordan uh on get up ESPN earlier this week talking about what the Saints have cooking. Listen, Sean Payton's not willing to just press the restart button with Taylor, uh, what's his face, uh, Taysom Hill. That ain't the plan. But quarterbacks are the story this year in the offseason, and that's great because quarterbacks are essentially the most important position in sports. Um, what did it used to be? The starting pitcher, I think shortstop for a while was important, point guard in the NBA center. It's quarterback for sure right now. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, Drew Brees, so much movement, so much action. Tom Brady going to uh, Tampa really thrust everything out into the forefront. Now everybody wants to call the shots. Aaron Rodgers trying to call the shots. Deshaun Watson. Um, it, it's it's getting fascinating. Um, I actually, 
you know, Big Ben, something happened with him this week. He decided to also restructure. Big Ben, such a great guy. Hey, man, I'll sacrifice. What was the number, Gavin? Was it $5 million? Yeah, $5, five million. million. He's down to $14 million this year. Yeah, and, you know, for, on my podcast, Straight Fire, I looked at Big Ben's historical salaries. And, again, I'm not trying to get in his pocket. Uh, I'm just saying, in his career as a football player, Ben has made a quarter of a billion dollars, almost. He's made a ton of money. So this $5 million sacrifice is kind of comical, okay? That doesn't even take into account his off-field marketing opportunities, commercials, all that. I'm sure he's made dozens of millions doing that as well. I just don't know if that was the right decision for Pittsburgh, but then the counter to that is what were the other options? And if you go through who's out there, okay, unless you're willing to, like, part with T.J. Watt, and multiple picks. I don't. They're not in the mix for Watson. I don't know how they get in the mix for Russell Wilson. There is no quarterback where they're drafting. Maybe they, there's an argument they could trade up um, to make a move on one of the quarterbacks in the draft. But really, the the only guys that pop out to me are Jameis Winston in free agency. But then you got to just move on from Ben. And then the alternative to that, I think Sam Darnold was a live option for them. It certainly ain't Mason Rudolph. We know that. And you just, you look around and you're like, what are our options? We could roll with Ben for one more year, then pivot. You know, maybe they take that $5 million and try to find a backup with upside. It, we, I, don't, I don't think anybody believes it's Dwayne Haskins. But, like, when you're making these decisions, you've got to look at the options. And it's easy to say, yeah, you got to move on from Ben. He had the lowest yards per attempt in his career. He can't throw the ball down the field. He's immobile. He can't do RPOs. He's very limited offensively. You're like, okay, what are the other options? You're going to kick this guy to the curb who won two Super Bowls for us. The fan base is going to be like, we're dumping him for this guy? We were 11-0 at one point. Like, it's, it's a very difficult needle to thread. And ultimately, I come back on, like, I'm okay with what the Steelers did. But at some point, you've got a plan for what do we have next after Eli Manning? Remember the Giants? What do we have next after Joe Flacco? Now, the Ravens did a good job. Giants, not so much. So uh, it's always difficult to move on from a quarterback who was a star for your franchise, who's an icon in the city, and Big Ben is that in Pittsburgh. I don't think they're doing a great job, but they've got time to figure it out. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Seeing on TV here, they're showing Kenny Galladay and Allen Robinson likely to be franchise tagged. Damn, that stinks for the Jets. (laughs) They got money to spend and desperately need a receiver. Galladay in Detroit was awesome. Um, He was hurt a lot this past year. Allen Robinson is a stud. And, like, he's got to be unhappy catching passes from Mitchell Trubisky. I guess that, does that make Juju Smith-Schuster the best receiver in free agency? Oh, my gosh. I'm not a big, are you a big Juju guy? I, I'm a big USC fan, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching him play. 
but um, I, I don't, he's, I, he's not going to go for much, though. Yeah. I, I would think Marvin Jones might be the bigger receiver out I mean, there right now. Juju tr- was, like, awesome as a number two behind Antonio Brown, and then he tried to be a number one when Brown left, and it was like, oh, he's definitely not a number one. Um, I don't even – Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, they both look better than him, I thought, last season. Um, Juju's not going to go for much right now. He just he his stock really isn't high after yeah, his he, latest stint. I would agree. Um, coming to America too. I was very excited for it. First of all, Gavin or Chris, did you watch it? No, I have not, not seen it yet. Okay, I don't. I don't have. Uh, it's on HBO Max, right? Uh uh-uh. uh It's We're, on Amazon? Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Then I just haven't watched it. And I'm not going to give away spoilers. First of all, I can't because I haven't seen the full movie. <laughs> I watched about half of it, and I was like, I got stuff to do. <laughs> that tells you Which what. tells you, I will say the first 30 minutes were a little disappointing. Um, after that, it got better. But it, it, it didn't strike me as, uh, oh, my gosh, drop everything you can do and watch it. I still haven't seen Tenant. That supposedly is out. Now, let me ask, movie theaters are open again? Does that mean we're not going to get all the movie releases on HBO Max? Gavin, do you know this or no? I don't know that. You you threw a lot at me. I want to fire back on some of that. Okay, okay, go. A, I don't think there's ever been a comedy remake yeah. that has been good. They made an Ed Helms version of Vacation. Yeah, yeah. Nobody saw it. Like, well, I, it's this intellectual property thing where they go, oh, people know the name, yeah. so they're going to come see it. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to ask, because uh, I know my dad and kind of got me into the old Peter Sellers Pink Panther movies. The new one wasn't great, right? That was like Steve Martin. The Steve Martin one? Didn't see it. It wasn't terrible. That's a good example of like, that was one of the better ones I've seen. But you know what I grew up on? I grew up on Dumb and Dumber. They made Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, and, and it's unwatchable. Yeah, it's terrible. So leave, leave these in the past. Don't do another Caddyshack Blazing Saddles, leave those back there. We don't want the woke version of Blazing yeah. Saddles, okay? Yeah. Um, the next <laughs> don't do Blazing Saddles again. Yeah. Please do not. The woke version yeah. of Blazing Saddles. Uh, what was the next thing you had talked about? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You had, uh, you had HBO oh, Max? Oh, oh, or? HBO Max, yeah. I think that's where a bunch of the movies from yeah, the cinema are. Yeah, Universal Pictures, I believe, they're going to be there for 30 days or something yeah. after they're released in theaters. And I, I don't think that's changing for the next year. So yeah. No, they're exciting. making good money on HBO Max to like release that stuff on there. They're, they, they're getting people to sign up for yeah, it. Yeah, but they're so. not getting people to... I mean, the movie from a theater is way more than it would be for HBO Max, is it not? HBO Max is like, what? Ten dollars a month, fourteen. Yeah, but th- I think the thing is, like, they've got theaters over a barrel right now. Like, they can charge the theaters what they want because the th- that's the theaters' whole business. And if the th- the theaters have no real leverage to say you can't put this also on HBO Max because mm-hmm. they're just going to say why not, and they'll just they they they've got theaters like the the leverage is on the side of the of the studios who want to release it in theaters and also on HBO yeah. Max. It's it's I guess it's like. I'm just not keen on going back to a movie theater anytime soon. When when, when people are vaccinated, you will be. I would think. I mean, I think I most like theater people, experiences. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unless you're not a big movie head, like you you just want to watch it on your TV at home, that's fine. But when you go see a new Star Wars movie or something, you want it on the big yeah, screen. Yeah, the big screen. I get way too distracted at home. I have to go see movies in theaters. Well, that's but, a, so that's I guess that's the good point. If you need to go to the bathroom, you get a phone call that you got to take, like. You could just pause the movie, J- Jason. If in my <laughs> 32 years on this earth, I have never had a phone, phone call, call I've had I to know, take I in a movie theater. Yeah, it's, it's, I think that's why I like going to the movie theaters because I stop thinking about those things. I put my point. turn off my turn phone, off phone for and minutes. like I'm a, I, I'm left alone for three hours to watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Anyways, coming to America too. I will be finishing it today. That's faux show. I heard there's a lot of cameos. There are really good cameos. Yeah, yeah no doubt about that. I, I That's the best part of it, I would say. Um, <laughs> all right, so coming up, what are we doing hour number two? I don't even know. I mean, geez, that first hour flew by. We talked so much about Twitch. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 Joel Embiid, the MVP. I know this show's huge in Philly. They love me in Philly. Philadelphia, a.k.a. Philadelphia. Just kidding. Um, I did live in Philly before I moved here. Uh, and we will head to Arizona as well. A lot going on in the desert. LeBron took a shot at the Utah Jazz. Was it a shot? Was it the truth? Sometimes I think Lizzo said it best. best. The truth hurts. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. 
And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months, because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber, internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, one hour in the books. Uh, hour number two. Iowa Sam steps into the building, looks like uh, Luca Garza's younger brother. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we will we will get an Iowa update. There's some people who just live for the Iowa minute. Big 10, Big 12, Iowa soybeans, all that fun stuff. Um, I noticed a movie's uh, popping up here. We got four TVs in the studio. And Legally Blonde comes on the screen. No college basketball starting yet. College Hoops starts, I believe, at the... New high noon on the East Coast. Legally Blonde, pretty underrated. By the way, you know, we talked at the outside of the show about pivoting. And Reese Witherspoon deserves a lot of credit because she was a big-time actress in her younger years. Did a ton of good movies. And then, like, you guys know how Hollywood is. Like, once you hit a certain age, you can't play like the young kid anymore or the college kid. And Reese Witherspoon realized, like, I'm not getting many roles starring roles as like a, a leading lady in a, as a mom. So Reese Witherspoon, what did she do? She started to pivot over to uh, the books section uh, of, of media and is like basically now reading books, taking them, turning them into movies, and she's becoming like a total juggernaut. The New York Times did a lengthy breakdown on it, and it's like all these guys trying to make movies in Hollywood, you know, they've been working on it for years, and in comes Reese Witherspoon from actress to, oh, now she's going to be a writer, producer, and get all those titles. And it's, uh, is it kind of unfair? Maybe. Um, but in life, you got to pivot. And, you know, I, I, talked about, <laughs> I talked about Blake Griffin pivoting or not pivoting, and Allen Iverson didn't pivot. And you know who, who did? Joel Embiid. Came into the league as, you know, a big, a traditional throwback inside, seven-footer. What's Joel Embiid doing now? Rounding out his game by stepping behind the three-point arc. Dangerous out there. He had a game-tying three against the Jazz this week. He was, like, at the elbow. Noticed, like, there's six seconds left. Just dribbles out to the three-point line, splashes a three. And, you know, I know everybody wants to make a decision on the MVP based on every game LeBron plays or Joel Embiid plays or Nikola Jokic plays. And it's like... 
wow, Embiid has really become a great all-around player. He, uh, Listen, assists are his weakness. He has 98 assists and 96 turnovers. You know, LeBron is the maestro of that Lakers offense. Embiid is still a bit of a throwback. But here he is. Here's the audio of him tying the game against the Jazz, bombing from three, and the uh, Sixers win in overtime. Tobias Harris to Embiid. Embiid is pushed by Bogdanovich. Nine seconds ago, dribbles beyond the arc, fakes a three, shoots a three, it's up, and good! 5.9 to go, Embiid is tied in at 118. Now, if you look at the counting stats, Embiid is doing some otherworldly things. He's scoring 30 and grabbing 11. The last guy to score 30 or more and average 11 or more rebounds. Are you ready for this? Carl Malone. In 1990, a lot of these big guys, Shaq and company, were like 25 and 11, 25 and 12. Dwight Howard's like 23 and 14. Joel Embiid's at 30 and 11. That's pretty ridiculous. So, you know, I guess depending on who you talk to, he is your leader for the MVP. I personally don't see it, but we haven't seen a big like this in a while. You Just as we haven't seen a guy like LeBron at 36 years old, be a point guard and also attack the basket and step out and bang threes. We haven't seen Joel Embiid. Uh, we haven't seen a seven footer like Joel Embiid roll out of bed, and he's gonna, you know, he's dropping twenty seven and ten on an okay day. Okay, when he's locked in, he's liable to go for forty and twenty. Now I, I don't know where are you, Gavin, on the MVP race? Like, does Joel Embiid make his teammates better the way? most of the MVP winners have over the last 15 years. The last pure big man to win an MVP was Shaq about 18 years ago. Yeah, and I think Joel Embiid should rightly be the next. Oh, wow. I mean, wh- who's number two? I thought LeBron was okay, number one. Okay, so LeBron, but... who the team cannot win without Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is the most valuable player that team that's been proven over the past couple of weeks. There's no doubt about that. I don't have the record, but Ben Simmons has missed a handful of games. Uh, Embiid has missed a handful of games. I need to look up what the Sixers are without Embiid, what the Sixers are without Simmons. But if you watch the games and you watch the Sixers without Embiid, they're, ho- they're hopeless. When you watch the Lakers without Anthony Davis, they look hopeless. They don't look great with... LeBron, I mean, LeBron can pad his stats at the end of a game and you can go, oh, he had 38 points. Cool. But you lost the game and those mm. were garbage points. You scored, you shot three threes in the final minute to, you know. Uh, uh, my counter would be, and again, again, very small sample size. I think it was last year, Sixers, no, Sixers, Nets. No, it was two years ago. Sixers, Nets in the playoffs. Embiid has to miss game two or whatever it is. Or game three, maybe. Ben Simmons just moves to center. Ben Simmons gets like a triple-double, and the Sixers roll the Nets without Embiid. And I was just like, huh. And that I've been on the Ben Simmons over Embiid train forever. And, you know, without a big lumbering center, the offense is able to move much quicker. Ben Simmons can guard anybody on the court because he's the defensive player of the year. His coach even said defensive player of the year comes down to Ben Simmons or Gobert. I'm like, okay. So Embiid puts up big counting stats, but he slows down the offense because he's a big— I. I Obviously, he dominated the Rudy, uh, the, the defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I mean, Zion dominated Rudy too uh, earlier last week. Man, right? you're you're doing. Uh, I just you got to make an argument for someone else over Embiid. You don't just get to say 
Uh, he's not that impressive. What he just did, a big stepping back, looking at the clock going, there's 10 seconds left, we're down by three. Stepping back and bugged in, uh, you know, there was great defense on him, right? Yeah. And he sinks that three. I mean, that was impressive. That was maybe the most impressive game of his career I've seen so Okay, far. so my question is if he's been so impressive, and he's been, listen, he's great. He's Joel Embiid has put up ridiculous numbers. I think he's second in player efficiency rating to Jokic. Uh, why is all the Sixers chatter, Gavin, about we need to add Kyle Lowry? Like, we don't have a guard. You need guards to win in the postseason. They want to add Kyle Lowry because he's a veteran. He can run the offense. Like, do you trust Seth Curry and Danny Green? He'll take a charge for us. I, I think that's what it comes <laughs> down to, though, is the, the playoff experience. Embiid's never done it in the postseason. This is the same thing with Giannis. I mean, these are MVP guys and Harden and Westbrook. I mean, how many MVPs? I mean, that's the thing is, can you do it in the postseason? I hope he can. I want to see it. We all want to see it. I don't, I'm not positive. I'm, you know, again, this is a lot of regular season stuff. Yeah. Uh, jo- Joel Embiid, I'm looking at the stats here. Average 30 and 10 in February. Not a bad month. Um, Joel Embiid, he's playing ridiculously well. And the Sixers fans are geeked. I just, I mean, Gavin, when you look at the East, do you think the, the the 76ers are the best team or even the second best team? Are they even the third best team? I think, and if Embiid falls, sorry, and if Embiid no. falls, as we expect, uh, he's going to miss some games. The Sixers are going to go fall down in the standings. The Nets are going to be one. The Bucks with Drew Holiday coming back are going to be fine. Do you think Embiid wins the MVP if the Sixers finish third in the East and LeBron and the Lakers finish second in the West? It, it t- it's tough because it always comes down to narratives too, mm-hmm. and the way these guys vote. You know, they could just, you know, maybe LeBron makes a late surge, and you know, an AD takes longer to come back. We don't know, but I will say that if you're looking at the East and the height of a team, I think the Nets have the biggest ceiling of any team. Yeah. Now no. Embiid is the gambling favorite. He, uh, it was LeBron. Now Embiid has surged ahead of him. And again, I think what Gavin said about the narratives matters a lot. It really comes down to these fickle voters. Do they think, hey, LeBron, he's 36. Let's give him an award and MVP. Hasn't been an MVP in like eight years or whatever. Or do they say, you know, actually, we haven't had a center as MVP in forever. Embiid is putting up absurd stats. Maybe he's the guy. I, I, It does come, the, the last MVP that wasn't, I think, top three in the in the conference was Russell Westbrook when he averaged a triple-double. Embiid ain't averaging a triple-double. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And, and Westbrook also had the KD narrative. Yeah, that, people that was the felt year bad after. for him, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that really does play into it, and it shouldn't. It should be the most valuable player. Right. So, okay, I just found it. The Sixers are 1-5 when Embiid sits out. And um, I don't have the Ben Simmons number, but uh, it's a tough one, guys. There's still half a season left. Is this almost like when everybody said Russell Wilson was the MVP in Week 7? And Russ had never had an MVP vote. I think in his career, he's never had never had one vote yeah. for MVP. Which I, I've always pushed back against that because who cares about one yeah. MVP? Like, it's about voting for the best player. Now, look, Russell was the best player of the first half of the season, yep. and then he wasn't. So wh- why do we need to give him one vote for that? Yeah. Uh, I, let me ask you this. Do you think LeBron is hurting the Lakers' long-term future this season with his run for MVP, is he playing too many minutes? Is he now? He sat one game this week. It's nice to see that little load management. Yeah. His favorite term. <laughs> Do you think LeBron is hurting his own team? I, you know, I don't want to be like a LeBron apologist. And when you say <laughs> you don't want to be, I guess you are being one. But on some level, I'm okay with letting these guys get some run. Um, Talon Horton Tucker, Talon Talon, however you say it. We need THT to start cooking. We need Kuzma to get his act together. I, I joked uh, last week on Undisputed that Kyle Kuzma was as unreliable as the Wi-Fi in my basement. And all these Lakers fans were like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, look at the numbers. Kuzma's like not playing that well. So if LeBron sits out, let Schroeder run the offense for a game. You know, let's see um, Kuzma be the number two scorer. You know, he's he'd be usually number four, but let these guys get some confidence, get some more run. I, I'm okay with LeBron missing some games. If it's cool for Kawhi to sit out and beat to sit out, why not LeBron? No one, no one would, uh, no one should give LeBron any mess at 36, 36. for sitting out some of these games. Yeah, it's there's uh, not uh, even fans in the stands for him to appease. Yeah. <laughs> right, that was the narrative for a long time. Oh, you got to make the fans. happy. Yeah, you got to make the fans happy. Um, They're watching at home. I, I guess the 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 final point is, you know, we opened the show talking about Blake Griffin. He, just a reminder, he's 31. And it looks like he's washed. LeBron is 
36, and we're talking about him in MVP contention because he's averaging 25, 8, and 8. I mean, Blake Griffin, guys, is turning 32 in like a week. And it's like, oh, maybe this is last tour of duty. (laughs) And again, I don't know how much that goes into, like, LeBron is 36, how much that factors into the equation, but I guess just consider the fact that LeBron at 36 is not just spotting up for threes the way Blake Griffin would at 32. The way Andre Iguodala does at, what is he, 34, 35? Like, he's running the offense. <laughs> he's play, he's the, uh, if you look at the minutes played, I think he's top, I think he's 21st in at minutes per game. The top 25 guys, Gavin, are all 31 or younger. He's 36. Now, how much does that factor into the MVP? I don't know. Uh, my MVP is number one third is your team winning. Like, how much do you impact winning? The other is stats. Obviously, stats are massive. Player efficiency rating, win shares, all that stuff. And then one third is the eye test, which may be a little high because I might be looking through purple and gold glasses sometimes um, as a fan of LeBron. But I don't know how people can not be a fan, but we're not going to go there. So. Embiid, yeah. Embiid, LeBron, Jokic. I, I would just say the guy to watch is James Harden. Just keep an eye on that situation. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. College hoops tipping off at the top of the hour. The machine picks are starting to trickle in. The only one I've got so far today, Indiana State plus 11. I think they're playing Loyola. That's not a lot of people going to want to take that one. Indiana State over 122. Um, again, that's from the machine. I know that's not sexy Indiana State. I don't even know. What's their uh, mascot? Blue Sycamore. Ooh, Iowa Sam. Nice pull. Indiana State Sycamore. Larry Bird, right? Larry Bird played for Indiana State. Um, you know, Chicago Bears are not a team we've talked a lot about on the show. I mean, since they made the playoffs, what, two years ago? They got Khalil Mack. Made the playoffs, and we haven't really heard from them since. Now the coach and the GM are on the chopping block. Mitchell Trubisky had like a nice little run. I don't know how they stumbled butt backwards into the playoffs this past year. I mean, that, that playoff game against the Saints was like unwatchable. They were so bad on offense. Here's the GM of the Bears, Ryan Pace, talking about, I don't know, Chicago. Everything's on the table in regard to the quarterback situation. And, and honestly, that includes players on our current roster. That includes free agency, trade, the draft, and, and a combination of all those. So we have a plan in place, and now it's about uh, executing that plan. Huh. Everything is on the table. So he's talking a big game. They're shooting for the fences. Who do they end up with? Ryan Fitzpatrick, Teddy Bridgewater? Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I just... I just don't see a scenario where they're able to lure Watson or Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson in Chicago, I can't believe he put them on his list. 
He put them on his list, and then there was a report from Jeremy Fowler saying that he uh, is interested in the market, likes the Chicago market, he likes their offensive line, and he likes their offensive-minded head coach, Matt Nagy, who, to me, is one of the most overrated coaches in yeah. the NFL. He's, uh he's from that Andy Reid tree, right? Yeah, yeah. And so people like him, but what has he done? He won yeah. a lot his first year, but since then, nothing. So... The Andy Reid tree had Doug Peterson, who won early with someone else's players, and then Matt Nagy, who won early with someone else's players. And a couple years down the road, the Bears don't look so good. Now, I know they made the playoffs, but, uh, I mean, it's tough because I know Bears are going to hang their hat on. We're close. We, we got to the postseason. Like, the division was a joke. I know the NFC was was difficult, and it is impressive that they made it but I, I you know if they get Russell Wilson keep Allen Robinson defense was good the defense was not great though they they were they struggled badly to stop the run up the middle anytime the big kid was out and the you know the running game was hot and cold like they're just not a they're not a team that's very appealing to me at the moment the Bears I think I just think the Cowboys are the team that needs to go get Russell Wilson like yeah, you're buying into Russell Wilson, his celebrity wife. A lot of people, and, and I hate to say a lot of people, but the jabronis on social media seem to be Russ, uh, lumping Russ in with J.J. Watt, you know, in terms of like, ah, it's all for the cameras, he's phony, he's fake. Is that a fact? Would you say that's a yeah, fair assessment? I think that's been a long time criticism of Russ is how he speaks in the media. Like he's he's very fake. Like they don't they don't know, is this a real Russ, but then he finally he goes on Dan Patrick and he's the real Russ, and then they're slamming him for that. Like so. Aaron Rodgers is ornery, and now like that's the real Aaron Rodgers. You know he's he's always seems a little upset about something, prickly, if you will. But that 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 should tell you that when Russell does speak out and say, he's I, "Hey, really, he tough. really means it." Yeah, I had Carissa Thompson on, on Straight Fire this week, and she you know is from the Northwest knows Russell pretty well, and the way she said it gave the impression that, man, he's really ticked at that organization. And you have to be if you're listing four teams. Hey, I'm I'm fine staying, but if you're going to trade me, I have a no trade, and here are the four teams I would go to. That's basically a get me out of here. I, I don't know how Russ goes back to Seattle for OTAs and looks everybody in the eye when everybody knows he didn't really want to be there because the offensive line stunk. But if the offensive line did stink and they weren't very good, isn't that okay to say? Wouldn't you rather him be honest than lie and make it seem like it's no big deal? I I, mean, I don't really have a problem with what Russ said. He's carried that franchise for close to a decade since he got in the league. Like, what's the where's the beef? And, and, and we have audio of what Carissa told me on Straight Fire. Russell Wilson knows exactly what he's doing. He's never not in control. He's never not moving the chess pieces. Because he, he is an intelligent individual that knows what he says and how he says it, he's wanted help for a long time. Okay, We've all known that he's made up for deficiencies on that offensive line, even when they won the Super Bowl and almost won the second one. That hasn't been a great offensive line. He's needed certain weapons and hasn't gotten it. So... I think that it's disheartening. The only problem I have is this. 
and I think Rosillo actually like tweeted this out, which resonated with me. You can't say like, oh, I don't want to be traded. But if I did, here's the four places I'd want to go. That's saying that's like saying I love my wife. But if I left her, here's the four women I'd want to be with. That's the only part where I'm like, come on, if you if you if you say it, say it with your chest and like say that you you're open to being traded or don't say anything at all. So I think that that in a very long winded way, I'm a little disappointed that he won't just say what he wants. So I could joke to my wife like, oh, yeah. If I could get a hall pass, you know, obviously Jessica Alba is near the top of the list. I'm a big Jessica Alba fan. <laughs> I interviewed her once. Um, I just a goddess, you know. But the reality is I I can't I, I there's there's zero way I'm gonna see Jessica Alba. Right? Um Russell Wilson could easily get traded. Like it's not that difficult to put together a package if you really want him to go. But I, I will say be careful what you wish for, Russ. Uh, you really think the grass is greener. I don't know if it is in Chicago. In Dallas, I think it would be, but I don't know about Chicago. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, Jody Oler in Phoenix. Lots going on with the Suns. Obviously, the Arizona Cardinals land J.J. Watt. We'll talk to him next. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Jason, NFL media reported this morning that the New Orleans Saints restructuring the contracts of defensive end Cameron Jordan as well as linebacker Demario Davis, and that creates over $13 million worth of cap space. NFL media also reported the Saints have re-signed running back Ty Montgomery to a one-year deal. In college football, Kansas on Friday placed head coach Les Miles on administrative leave after the release of a 2013 LSU investigation that concluded that Miles behaved inappropriately with female student employees while he was the head coach there. The report also revealed LSU's athletic director recommended firing Miles at the time. Mark Slaybaugh reports the NCAA has charged the Arizona men's basketball program with five level one violations. This includes two allegations of academic misconduct. Its head coach, Sean Miller, also charged with not promoting an atmosphere of compliance amongst his staff. On the court, Liberty became the first team to clinch a berth in the NCAA tournament Friday because they beat Stetson in the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament semifinals. The reason their opponent in the championship game, North Alabama, not yet eligible for the NCAA tournament because they're still officially making the transition to Division I, so therefore Liberty gets the A-Sun's automatic berth. Jason, all yours. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance just for the college basketball gamblers out there. I added Missouri. Uh, they're playing LSU today. I, I know I, you guys love March Madness. I obviously love it. And the gambling aspect is just so fun. Um, you know, even if you don't know all the players, you know the game. It's March, and it's fun. I, I'm big on the NFL. I haven't done a ton of NBA gambling, though I will say, in the last week, I've had a better feel for how some of these teams are doing now. We're half the season in. Um, they're starting to figure out the COVID situation in the NBA, and hopefully, second half will have a lot of opportunities. All right, joining us now. The host of The Drive on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix, Jody Ayler. Jody, how you doing? 
I'm good, man. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, I, I will say Phoenix right now, ground zero. A uh, lot happening in the NBA. A lot happening in the NFL. Uh, I'd like to start with J.J. Watt. I, I want to start here. How shocked were you that J.J. Watt ended up in Arizona? And were you surprised at the money? Because uh, there's a lot of people out there upset that uh, J.J. Watt got paid. Yeah, I was stunned. You know, um, I had spent two weeks dismissing Cardinals fans, suggesting that the Cardinals were a spot for J.J. Watt. You know, you get into this business and you kind of stake your claim on something like, listen, the Cardinals missing the playoffs, losing his consequences. They're not a team. J.J. Watt wants to join a team that's getting to the Super Bowl, not help a team get to the playoffs. And then lo and behold, you know, he uh, out of nowhere drops that that uh, social media picture with him in a, in a Cardinals shirt, and it was it was stunning. As the money goes, Listen, it is a lot of money, and I think there's fair questions about what he's got left in the tank and what his durability is, but this is not a team that can sit back and pinch pennies when it comes to adding an impact player that, that has revitalized this franchise from a end of season that seemingly halted all of their momentum. This has sort of regenerated that momentum, and so that's, that's invaluable. It's not my money. I don't care. You know, Steve Kime knows he's, he's fighting for his job. He's got three dummy years on the end and lots of dead money in future years, but they're trying to win this year to save his job, to save Cliff Kingsbury's job. And on that front, I think it's got to be viewed at least for now as a success. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny. You say Kime fighting for his job. Someone tried to tell me that Cliff Kingsbury has got to win this year. Uh, he, his job could be in trouble. I'm like, what has he been there? Two years. Is this year three? Are we really doing this to Cliff Kingsbury? Even if it's year four, like, don't you have to give him a little bit longer because you know, Jody, seriously, at some point, you want to become the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, you fire your coach every three years and you move on. Or the Jets or my New York Jets. Because uh, do, do you think Clint Kingsbury's in trouble? I do. I do. I, oh, listen, geez. I think he is maybe the least qualified head coach ever hired in NFL history. Maybe Lane Kiffin is the only one. Losing coach in college, zero track record of success. And then this year, second year, you know, while their record looked good, the way they were ill-prepared in Week 16 and 17 could be only thing but an indictment on the head coach. I mean, this is a coach that runs, you know, snack breaks during training camp, phone breaks. He's, I call him a cosplaying head coach. <laughs> I, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people miss this, Jason. He did a press conference yesterday, two days ago. Somebody asked him if in year three he was comfortable, sort of sticking his nose into the defense and special teams. And Cliff Kingsbury, rightfully so, said, hey, my first priority, number one, is Kyler Murray's development. But maybe I might, in year three, have evolved to a point where I might check in on the defense or special teams. Like, you're the head coach. He was basically hired as a quarterback coach. Vance Joseph is the default defensive head coach. J.J. Watt mentioned Vance Joseph significantly more. He never mentioned Cliff Kingsbury out of a nominal mentioning in his introductory comments. He... He is on thin ice because he never should have been there in the first place, and I think most people recognize that, and that means his evaluation is different than it would be if you, if you hired a coordinator oh. from another job. And I'll, I'll say this lastly quickly. You mentioned some good teams that are worth you, know, you don't want to avoid being. I would also wouldn't mind being the San Francisco 49ers cycling through a couple of trash coaches before finally finding the right one. That's a fair point. Uh, now, they were very bad and were able to hit a bunch of draft picks and Garoppolo, but he can't stay healthy. I'm just curious, where do you rank currently the NFC West and, and Arizona heading into the season? Remember, uh, Jody, if they didn't have the backup quarterback start, that uh, the kid who had never played before in the NFL, 
if he didn't have to go in week 17, the first three quarters, I mean, they might beat the Rams and their backup quarterback, and then they're in the playoffs and the whole discussion's changed. But uh, let me hear your NFC West breakdown. They're fourth. I mean, they're fourth. What? I, 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 I love Kyler Murray. Um, I think all things are possible through Kyler Murray, but he sat out three quarters of a week 17 game with a sprained ankle. And I think that has left some lingering questions about just, hey, what is he willing to do to win? Now, maybe that's unfair. We're not, you know, in the locker room knowing the severity of the injury. But he came back in the fourth quarter and looked pretty good. And anybody that's played any, and I know you have, played any sort of basketball or rolled an ankle, it, it's easiest the, the first two hours after you sprain the ankle as opposed to the, the hours after. So I think... The, the Cardinals have done a remarkably good job closing the gap from two years ago when they were by far the worst team in the division without much of a future. They have shrunk that gap. It's barely noticeable between them and, and I would even argue the Seahawks and, and the 49ers. But I do think until they climb that peak and until Cliff Kingsbury shows he can match with, with Sean McVay, who's undefeated against him, against Kyle Shanahan and Pete Carroll, I think rightfully so. They're they're fourth okay. going into the season. And think, frankly, I think that's where they need to be to have a chance to succeed because the last thing this team needs is an inflated sense of its own its own expectation. Let me try to sell you that they're second in the division behind. I, I would agree with you, sure. McVay and the Rams. So Seattle is basically a powder keg at this moment. They're a seventy year old coach feuding with their franchise quarterback. They're great the greatest quarterback in franchise history. And he wants out. He's named four teams he's willing to go to. He's thrown his offensive line under the bus. The defense stinks. I mean, Jamal Adams is so overrated. He couldn't cover me uh, in space. So I, I think Seattle's in big, big trouble. And then you look at the Niners. And I know that they have a large group of good players. But the hugest question mark is that quarterback with Garoppolo. And we don't. we know Kyle Shanahan is like calling up every other quarterback to see who he can bring in. And I don't know if that inspires confidence. Garoppolo can't stay healthy, and now they want to replace him. Like, I would I would argue the 49ers have a lot of questions. So does Seattle. I know what I'm getting with Arizona. And if they can find another receiver opposite Hopkins, assuming Fitz retires, I like this team a lot. Uh, did I tell you on that at all or no? Yeah, a little bit. Listen, I'm, I'm so glad because so many people have missed it. I'm so glad you brought up the point about Russell Wilson throwing his entire offensive line under the bus. I mean, we're used to quarterbacks hearing stories at the end of the season where they're buying like elect- personalized electric scooters and Rolexes for their offensive line. And, and uh, Russell Wilson <laughs> is just roasting them in public. Like that's the last thing you're supposed to be doing as the leader of that team. So I'm glad you brought that up. And I think you're right. I think there's, I think there are questions about all the teams in the division. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm I am someone that views the Cardinals skeptically as as after that NFC Championship appearance in 2015, there was sort of an onset of organizational arrogance from the top down. They really thought that playing in one NFC Championship game was going to sort of announce them as the Patriots of the West Coast, and they have they have been humbled. I agree, they're hungry. I think Kyler Murray is going to be a real difference maker, but I got I got to see it with my own eyes before I believe it. And and you got to recognize this. The offense took big steps backwards last year in year two of Cliff Kingsbury, and that's concerning considering that Kyler Murray was healthy for you know fifteen and games in a quarter. Um, I'm a little worried that Kingsbury's not the innovative offensive mind required to stay two steps ahead of NFL defense. All right, let's pivot to the NBA, Jody. And oh boy, I got a lot of heat this week when I said, you know, I've been banging on the Clippers, calling them colossal frauds. They're dead last in clutch defensive rating, final five minutes of a game. They can't close a window, Jody. This is an overrated Clippers team. Kawhi Leonard could be on the move out of L.A. And after this season, he might just not want to play with Paul George. He knows he can't take down LeBron. What if he kicked the tires on the Phoenix Suns? alongside Devin Booker, who can get buckets, and Chris Paul, who's that leader that Kawhi Leonard has never been. He's not a vocal guy. Any thoughts on the rising suns and, you know, the pipe dream of Kawhi Leonard maybe wanting to say, hey, can I play with you guys? I love it. I lo- Listen, I believe the Phoenix Suns right now are a Western Conference contender. Mm-hmm. I think they're a better bet right now to win the West one seed than the Utah Jazz. I'd like to just tell Salt Lake fans, Take a seat, Salt Lake. You won 27 games, and your star player is asking the commissioner to intervene because a few fouls were called because you think you're a bunch of nice guys. 
No one's like the Jazz. No one will ever like the Jazz. I'm so glad that LeBron did slander them in the All-Star break. <laughs> Media members are afraid to go after the Jazz because their fans are vicious, but they're an overrated team that's got two years of first-round flameouts, and without a major change on that team, I'm not buying them. 20 wins in 21 games was amazing. They're a solid team. They're a good team. The Suns, I believe, will be the best regular season team in the West. And I love your point about them becoming sort of a destination. We know, you know, everyone knows. Phoenix is a place that stars want to be. We, it's not just J.J. Watt. We've imported a lot of stars over the years because people want to live here. Athletes want to live here. But we've rarely given them a chance or a reason to come compete for a championship. The Suns have been the most dysfunctional NBA franchise, arguably, over the last decade, 10 years without a playoff berth in a league that more than half the team see the playoffs. And I think now that that, that, that fuse has been lit, I think I think you're absolutely right. I don't know specifically about Kawhi. You know, obviously, as you mentioned, there's a lot of things that have to follow. But any big name free agent that wants to join an up and coming team that's got some real chops, that's not you know uh, a ten seed in a playing tournament, I think the Suns are positioning themselves as that in the NBA. Yeah, uh, I, you know, it's almost like James Jones has overcome missing on Luca to take DeAndre Ayton. By the way, I'm curious, where are you on Ayton? Is he their third best player or fourth? Probably their fourth. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, listen, he's, if you view DeAndre Ayton through the, the lens of he's a complimentary role player, he's outstanding. He sets screens, he rebounds, yep. he tries hard. If you view him through the lens of a foundational NBA <laughs> player, it's, it, he's not that. He's just not. And, and I don't see it happening. And I think he can be a very valuable player without him. And, and great point. Like, we're not talking Luka Doncic in Phoenix because the Suns are better than the Mavs and the future is yeah. as bright as it's ever been, and there's good reason for that. All right, Jody Ayler, host of The Drive on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. Jody, great stuff. Follow him at Radio Jody. Have a, have a great weekend, Jody. Thanks, man. You too. I appreciate All right. it. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. So... You know, we were going to talk about the NFL officials, but, I mean, Joe, <laughs> Jody Ayler comes on here dropping bombs on Cliff Kingsbury. Like, I get it. Cliff Kingsbury did not have the credentials to get an NFL job. But outside the box works sometimes. And I just thought it was a little harsh for him to, as Kingsbury's on the hot seat. Here's what he said about Cliff Kingsbury. I do, I do. I oh, Listen, geez. I think he is maybe the least qualified head coach ever hired in NFL history. Maybe Lane Kiffin is the only one losing coach in college, zero track record of success. And then this year, second year, you know, while their record looked good, the way they were ill-prepared in week 16 and 17 could be only thing but an indictment on the head coach. I mean, this is a coach that runs, you know, snack breaks during training camp, phone breaks. He's, I call him a cosplaying head coach. <laughs> a, a, lot of, a, lot of pe- a lot of people miss this, Jason. You're the head coach. He was basically hired as a quarterback coach. Vance Joseph is the default defensive head coach. J.J. Watt mentioned Vance Joseph significantly more. He never mentioned Cliff Kingsbury out of a nominal mentioning in his introductory comments. He, he is on thin ice because he never should have been there in the first place, and I think most people recognize that. Wow. I mean, that's off the top rope. Now, he is in Phoenix. He is seeing Kingsbury on a day-to-day. I mean, I don't really have a major issue with snack breaks and phone breaks, uh, but you've got to play to the millennials. You know, I don't... 
I don't parent my kids the exact same way that my parents parented me. I don't think you can. It's a different generation. There's so many different options and, and different things to consider at this stage. Uh, you know what? So his first year was was Josh Rosen, right? And that was a train wreck. And then his second year was Kyler Murray, right? Or was he there for Rosen? Uh, for Kingsbury, he yeah. was only there for Murray. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sorry. So basically, he got hired and was like saying Josh Rosen's our guy. Josh Rosen's our guy. And then they draft Kyler Murray. You're drafting a quarterback who started. Think maybe under like twenty games in college. There's a learning curve. Like, can we be patient? I, I read something that it takes ten years to start a business, and then someone extrapolated that like it takes ten years to do anything, to raise a kid, to uh, be a good professional athlete. I think this applies to the ten thousand hours from Gladwell, right? Like, I, come on, are we killing Kingsbury? And then Jody, uh, he wasn't done yet. Listen to what he said here. I believe the Phoenix Suns right now are a Western Conference contender. I think they're a better bet right now to win the West one seed than the Utah Jazz. I'd like to just tell Salt Lake fans, take a seat, Salt Lake. You won 27 games, and your star player is asking the commissioner to intervene because a few fouls were called because you think you're a bunch of nice guys. No one's like the Jazz. No one will ever like the Jazz. I'm so glad that LeBron did slander them at the All-Star break. <laughs> Media members are afraid to go after the Jazz because their fans are vicious, but they're an overrated team that's got two years of first-round flameouts, and without a major change on that team, I'm not buying them. 20 yeah. wins in 21 games was amazing. They're a solid team. They're a good team. The Suns, I believe, will be the best regular season team in the West. Wow. Like, listen, I you guys know what we like in guests. We want them coming in hot. Jody, iHeart guy, Fox Sports Radio 910 in Phoenix. I mean, that was blazing hot. Just blasting Utah. Who, who does he think he is, Dennis Rodman? Uh, Dennis Rodman, of course, going after uh, Utah and the Mormons back in the 90s. Way out of bounds from Dennis Rodman. Jody, obviously, a little uh, fact-based stuff in there. I, I don't think the Phoenix Suns will pass them for best record. Utah will probably get the one seed, but it won't ultimately matter. They'll they'll have a tough shot in the first round because, you know, the play-in stuff. By the way, the NBA play-in idea is awesome. Extends the – like, they could face Zion in the first round. You know, they could face Steph Curry in the first round. And Utah will have some trouble. Phoenix is a team on the rise. I'm telling you, I'm calling right now, Gavin. Western Conference Finals, Lakers and Suns. That's my prediction. Clippers will not sniff it. All right, coming up, final hour on the show. We got a couple guests coming up. A Lakers guest coming up next. You're going to love it. Keep it locked. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save big, huge on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you could do with your phone in the next few minutes. Call 1-88-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You guys know uh, we got a good guest coming up here shortly, but um, remember I was playing hoops a couple weeks back, uh, months back with a dad, and he ruptured his Achilles. I think I told you guys. Uh, so sad to see. And he's doing fine. Recovery is a long, lengthy one. But I just got a text from the wife that our another friend of mine, and you guys know how I don't go skiing. I refuse to go on the slopes. I'll take the kids skiing. You guys go. The wife, you go. I'll just stay warm. I'll be boozing it up and working. A friend of ours 
tore his ACL skiing with their toddler. Oh, oh, that's painful. And I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not going on the slopes. I think it's safer for me to play basketball, pick up basketball. I will get in a soccer tournament. Obviously, you got to train for that with the dads. But I, I, I'm not doing skiing, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing that. All right, coming up now, we've got a great guest. He covers the Lakers for the Athletic. We've never made him on. He's, he's making his debut. Johan, Johan, Jovan Buha. Jovan, sorry, I butchered your name there, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, you know, glad to finally uh, bring you on. Obviously, you cover the Lakers. You do a great job. Um, can we start with the state of play of the Lakers right now, heading into the All-Star break? Give us the latest on Anthony Davis. Yeah, so Anthony Davis, uh, his original prognosis was he would be reevaluated in four weeks. That was about three weeks ago. Um, so it to, to be honest, it, it remains unclear when he's going to return because I, I think people saw the four weeks and they were like, oh, he'll, he'll be back you know, right after the All-Star break. But that was a, a re-evaluation period, not a uh, time, you know, for kind of a firm timetable. So um, it, it's still TBD. You know, my read on the situation is um, I think he'll be out, you know, an, another week or two after the All-Star break. Uh, that, that would be my best guess. Um, I think the Lakers are going to be really cautious with this situation yeah. just because it's an Achilles, right? And we've seen how bad an Achilles injury can be for uh, pretty much everyone, except for, I guess, recently, you know, Kevin Durant has kind of defied uh, that the injury. But other than him, you know, everyone else has basically been career ending. So you, you don't want to mess around with that. So I, I think they're going to be cautious with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back towards the end of March. Yeah. Now, KD, I think he ruptured it, what, June 2019? And then yeah. returned in... I guess December 2020. So, you know, that lengthy return. Now, Anthony Davis, you you, you got to be cautious. But I'm curious, Jovan, where, where are you on how the Lakers have played without him? Because I don't know if anybody gets good marks. Gasol obviously has struggled. Uh, Montrez Harrell, eh. I don't know. It, it almost looks like the Lakers aren't very contend-worthy without Anthony Davis. A hundred percent. I mean, they, they, they've gone three... Well, they're three and seven in their last ten games, but three and six in their in their last nine, which have all come without AD. So I do think that uh, you know if he misses another few weeks, that that could affect their seeding. You know, right now they they narrowly avoided being the four seed heading into the All Star break. Um, so I I think you know they could be looking at a four or five seed potentially yeah. if Anthony Davis misses a few more weeks. Um, but you know you know I, I think. Most teams, right? Like, not everyone's Brooklyn with, with three All Stars. I think most teams, um, you know, if you are missing one of your two best players, especially when when you have a guy at that level, uh, it's really hard to replace. And I, I do think that the Lakers have a deep team, right? Like, it's been a, a theme all season. They have an eleven man rotation. Frank Vogel's kind of struggled with the minutes, um, but it, you know, there, there's no replacement for Anthony Davis, right? And and I, I think this team in particular has role players who are, are meant to complement LeBron and AD not necessarily replace them the way like, you know, looking at like a, even a, a Clipper situation where you have a guy like Lou Williams where if Kawhi or PG go down, Lou can get you 20 a night yeah. uh, pretty consistently. So Lakers don't really have that kind of third guy to step in. Um, so I, I think that's really been an issue for them during the stretch. But they've also gotten better, right? Like they, they had a four-game losing streak. They, they kind of won a couple games to go into the break. So I, I do wonder kind of maybe if they figure some things out. 
Um, and, and we'll probably see over the next couple of weeks. Where are you on whether it or not it matters whether whether the Lakers are three or four or five? Hell, even six. Uh, you know, we we've seen the Jazz run out. I think they hold on to the number one seed. Phoenix looks legit. I don't buy the Clippers at all. But do do you think it really matters where the Lakers are seated, uh, given the lack of home court advantage with with fans, or do you think that there is a chance that stadiums are half full come the playoffs? I think it matters to the extent that, you know, if you just look at NBA history, right, um, it's very rare for a team to win the NBA championship without being a top three seed. Like, I want to say that the last team to do that um, might have been the Rockets in in that back-to-back stretch, but there might have been one four seed during that time. But for the most part, to even make the finals, you usually have to be a top three seed. Now, I think this year with the unprecedented circumstances, um, you know, w- w- without the knowledge of are there going to be fans in the stands? You know, is it just going to be certain arenas uh, like, you know, how it currently is? Like, I, I think it- it's hard to say. Um, I do think, though, w- when it gets down to it, most of the time in a playoff series, the, t- the team with the better player yes. ends up winning. The Lakers are going to have the advantage of having the two best players in most <laughs> playoff series that they play. So yeah. I personally think as long as they're healthy and, you know, one of the eight seeds, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, and let me ask, who do you think is the biggest uh, team that could give the Lakers struggles in a seven-game series in the postseason, assuming everybody's healthy? Chris Paul's healthy. He never is. Paul George is healthy. He never is. Uh, who in the West could give the Lakers the most problems? In the West, I, I think it's the Clippers. Huh? Um, I, 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 I heard you, you just say you don't believe in them. And I think that's, that's fair. I think there is an element of, um, and, and that was a team I previously covered, uh, you know, the past couple of years. So I, I had a front row seat to uh, the, them collapsing against the, the Nuggets last year. Uh, but I, I, I just think that if you look at the regular season matchups, uh, you know, the, the five that we've seen over the past two years, uh, you know, the, the Clippers are up three two in the season series. They, you know, I, I think could have won a couple, uh, you know, one or two of those losses. And although they, they could have probably lost a couple of them, so um, I just think. The, the, the matchup of Kawhi and PG is tough for the Lakers. Um, and I think the, the way that Ty Lue has had them playing, um, you know, they, they, they space the four out really well, a lot of three point shooting. Um, so I also just think that that's more so a, a uh, kind of a knock against the rest of the West where I just don't see like Utah. I, I'm kind of at like, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to see it in the postseason. you know, Phoenix. Yep. I, well, I, I love Chris Paul. Um, I just look at that squad and I'm like, you know, most of that rotation hasn't been in the playoffs before. And it's just hard for me to see that team making a jump to like the conference finals, um, you know, without any playoff experience. So I just think overall, when when looking at, you know, again, I kind of default to who has the best players. And to me, the other team in the West that that has the best players are the Clippers with with Kawhi and PG. Yeah. uh, Well, what about you covered the Clippers? This team has zero rim protection whatsoever. Ibaka is a nice addition, but whatever. And the clutch stats are what just kill me. In the final five minutes of close games, they're dead last in defensive rating. They can't protect the rim at all. They got humiliated by the Bucks there last Sunday. And we've seen this trend against the Nuggets in the playoffs. They can't close games. I, I don't know how you fix that. And is there time to fix it? Because defensively, you know, Reggie Jackson is a minus. Uh, I-, I don't know if they have anybody big that can stop Anthony Davis like do, are, why would the Clippers be ahead of the Suns? 
Uh, I, I, again, I, I would just say that I, I think when, when comparing um, Kawhi and, and, and PG, you know, I, I think that that's a better combo than, than mm. um, CP3 and, and Devin Booker. But, um, you know, I, I think it, it, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I think that there are definitely flaws w- w- with this team that, um, you know, you mentioned Reggie Jackson, but you could, you could add a few more names into that list. <laughs> Lou Williams, uh, Luke Kennard, like, they have multiple defensive liabilities, and I, I, I do think that that's going to be the the juggling act for Ty Lue in the playoffs. Um, I, I like I'm a fan of Ty Lue. I think that he's probably a better fit for this roster than Doc Rivers. I mean, they, they did have a really good start to the season, yep, um, and have tailed off, you know, over the past couple of weeks. So I, I, I'm intrigued by it. I do think they need to mix things up. But but I'm with you. I, I think there are some defensive concerns. That, that's the side of the floor I've been pretty disappointed with them. I, I thought that there was a chance, like you said, adding Abaka. I was like, okay, you know, I, on paper he's a better defender than Montrez Harrell. Like that should improve the defense. But the defense isn't the worst this year, and um, you know, it, it is something that I, I don't know. Like I, I think that's a situation where maybe in a regular season they, they would have had more time to kind of. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. figure things out but with the shortened season um they're kind of on the clock so yeah. i i don't really know i i i am 
again, though, I think the, the Lakers competition is probably coming from the East. Like, if you're asking yeah. me league-wide who's the biggest threat, I think it's the Nets. I think yes. the Nets look like the biggest threat to them. But if you're asking me in the West particularly, I just don't see Utah or Phoenix or, or even Denver, whoever else you want to pick, yeah. really putting up a fight in a seven-game series. I think if there's one team that could push them to six or seven, it's probably the Clippers. All right, Jovan, I'll get you out of here with this. You you do know the Clippers well. I am curious where you are on the, the on the situation of back-to-backs. Uh, we've seen Kawhi sit out some back-to-backs. Even LeBron has for the Lakers. Do you see LeBron really going hard for that MVP you know, against Embiid this year. They, I think they have eight backs-to-backs in the second half or seven or eight. And, you know, we've seen Kawhi do it and nobody cares and he won a title with the Raptors. Do you see LeBron doing some sitting out load managing or going for that MVP in the second half? I think he's going to go for the MVP. Oh. <laughs> uh, everything he said. Uh, so he, he did rest the, the final game going to the All-Star break. It was the first game he missed this season. And I, I think it made sense where the, the, they were depleted. They were already out, you know, without a multiple multiple guys. They were heading to Sacramento, and it was just like, hey, LeBron, you're heading to Atlanta for the All-Star break. Like, let, let's just give you the, the night off. Um, but that has not been a regular thing for him, and he's been very adamant about saying he's anti-rest and, and that, you know, the, the, the media kind of comes up with all these narratives with him of his minutes and his workload, and he's like, I don't, I'm not concerned with that stuff. Like, I, I know my body. I know how to manage it. Um, and you know, like you guys are the ones kind of talking about all that stuff and, and worrying about it. So, based on everything he said, and based on you know the, the first thirty-seven games, it, he's played in you know every back-to-back except for one. So, um, I, I do think that there might be pockets of the schedule where um, they, you know they, they have a seven-game road trip over twelve days. That, that's going to be pretty brutal, as you mentioned. That they have eight back-to-backs. Um, including four back-to-backs in the final month of the season. Wow! So it's it's a backloaded back-to-back. Uh, so you're, you're you know already tired legs trying to prepare for the playoffs, and then you have all these back-to-backs. So um, I, I think there might be a, a you know a game or two he ends up resting, but I do not see him taking the Kawhi Leonard approach for, from the past couple of years of every back-to-back he's missing one you know the front end or the back end. Uh, I think LeBron wants the MVP. Um, I do think for a second, it took his, his case took a hit with that four-game losing streak without AD. It was kind of like, well, you know, the Clippers won some games without PG. We've seen, you know, the Sixers win some games without him, without Simmons. So I think his MVP case took a little bit of a hit, but I think it's bounced back with yeah. the way they closed going into the All-Star break. So I think he's right in the mix with Embiid, Jokic, whoever you want to put him with. Good stuff. Jovan Buha, you can follow him on Twitter. He covers the Lakers for the athletic, uh, thank you, thank you very much, Jovan. Sorry, I, I, you know, the, uh, the lettering messes me up, man. But uh, thanks for good, your time man. and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, uh, listen, he's he's probably right. The Lakers probably will say, LeBron, we get it. You want the MVP? Um, you want to play? But they, the Lakers have to step up and shut him down. Seven games in twelve days for a thirty-six-year-old. Again, Blake Griffin's thirty-one. He's shot. Nobody, uh, how many, I think there's only three guys in the league 35 or older. It might be fewer than that. I think it's like P.J. Tucker, LeBron, and Andre Iguodala. There can't be many more. Like, slow it down, LeBron. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to keep pushing this angle. Um, People are angry at me on social media. I got so many tweets about this all week. You guys. Think logically. Kawhi Leonard to the Suns makes all the sense in the world. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance.
It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Do it live! Good stuff from Jovan. Jovan? The Silent J. Silent J. That should be your new podcast. The Silent, Silent J? J. Yeah. It's a lot tamer takes, not as I love hot. It. <laughs> Straight fire. I love it. Yeah. Uh, college basketball is tipped off around the country. Rutgers, Minnesota. A thriller. No, not really. In the first half. Uh, Iowa Sam, is there any good Big Ten games on today? Sure, just not right now. Later in the day. Yes, lots of good basketball. Got tournaments starting, conference tournaments. So is it dunk contest tonight? Nobody even knows. I know. Nobody watches the— The uh... three-point contest has Zach Levine and Steph Curry, and people are trying to make the case to me to bet on Levine. I guess he was plus 500, and now he's down to plus 440 because some of the numbers— because Curry does a lot of off-the-dribble in the NBA— um, Zach Levine is more of a catch and shoot, apparently, and ca- and catch and shoot. Levine's like one of the best in the NBA. Now, is catch and shoot the same as take the ball off the rack and shoot? I, I guess it would be closer than off the bounce. They're doing everything on Sunday. I forgot about that because the COVID is going to be different TV event, right? So everything is going to be the three point dunk, the the actual game. It's all wow! Be on so Sunday. Curry's got to do the three point contest followed by. Yeah, three-point will be at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern, and then the game is going to be at 8 Eastern, so just an hour and a half later. Mm. We uh, we hit the beach last weekend, and it was great weather, and then this week it's like raining and crap weather. And it's, uh, ugh. Uh, what, do you guys have any big plans this weekend? Gavin, besides, you know, um, showing <laughs> off the engagement ring, you know. Uh, my uh, parents who have been vaccinated, we are going to, my dad's birthday is today, actually. Oh, so we're nice. going to be going down there tomorrow, celebrate a little bit. I'm going to get him a nice bottle of Irish whiskey. Okay. As long as it's not Jameson, that's always his thing. <laughs> it's overrated. Jameson uh, overrated. Yeah, the vaccination's key. My parents both get their second shot this week. So as soon as they get that second shot, they're like, we're booking flights out, out west. I said, fine by me. You know, they, they want to come out and visit, and they haven't seen the grandkids in over a year. And this vaccination, I was just texting with a doctor buddy of mine, and I've been telling him, like, you know what the move is out here is go to a testing site, volunteer for a couple hours, and then at the end, when they have extra doses, they hand them out. So what's been happening is usually that works for the first day or two, and then by day three and four, word's gotten out, and there's like, way too many volunteers and not enough shots at the end and you get shafted. So you got to get in early. I just, everybody, Sam, have you gotten it by any chance? No, I have not yet. I mean, everybody I know is just wants to get it, get it over with. And like, there's a new eligibility on March 15th. That's what we're looking at signing up for. Oh, um, in California. So that's kind of where we're, we're focused right now. Oh, I, I was not even aware of that. Yeah. If you look into that, um, a lot of more people become eligible. Um, we're focused on getting my fiance's mom on that date. Mm. Um, but if we can get it as well, that'd be terrific. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I'm very excited this summer. I'm sure you guys have read the articles about how after the Spanish flu, 
you know, wiped out so many people in 1918 and 1919, the roaring 20s were like party central. Like, Gavin, you're going to be planning a wedding soon. You guys are just going to wait. Like, there's no rush. Yeah. By next summer, 2022, I would assume we'll be without wearing masks and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I think by next winter, like if we're this, looking at, oh. I, well, I think like February next year, okay. I, you know, that's kind of what we're tentatively looking at about a year out. Post-Super Bowl, um, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, of course. Post-Super Bowl, before March Madness. What if I said it for Super Bowl Sunday and asked people to come out on Super How Bowl How disrespectful. Sunday? I mean, nobody gets married on Super Bowl Sunday, do they? I, I can't imagine. I, I think will if, say, yeah. we went through a period where we didn't love Sunday weddings. Like, because you got to go to work Monday. Now, yeah, Saturday wedding, yeah. they jack up the prices, but at least you can make it like a hardcore party time that you that's memorable. You yeah. know, people are willing to stay out late. Like, nobody's staying out late on a Sunday night. You got to work Monday morning. I think as long as it's not a dry wedding, you know, my, my uncle had a dry wedding, no alcohol. That, that's wow. not as fun. What? I, I don't know if I, I think I might have been to one dry wedding. And it's barely a wedding. It's like a gathering. You know? it's not, it's, how can it be like a celebration? It's a gathering of frustrated people. Salute! Put up your sprite and uh, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, seriously. Sparkling um, cider. Yeah. I was Sam. Are you married yet? No. Engaged. Jeez. I was Sam clinging to uh, singledom. <laughs> what is it? I know I'm not single, but no. well, you're. I, I mean, unless you're engaged, you're single. He's non-committal. No, I have. You? you know, I don't know. You guys live together, right? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much live together. And it's like three years now, right? <laughs> Society has its expectations. Oh, here we go. Like, this is like, here know, we go. I thought we weren't living in the 50s anymore. So you know? do you, are, you, are you guys on board with like just not getting married? I always say I'm looking at him. He's, he loves deflecting. He doesn't like coming on the air. I don't think your girl's listening. Um, unless she's a big sports fan. I just don't know if I want to, you know, take to the seat, the shrink yeah. seat and, you know. Here's married Isaac Lowenkron with the latest in sports. Thank goodness. And speaking of salary cap, Doug, the New Orleans Saints creating over $13 million in cap space. NFL media reporting they've restructured the contracts of defensive end Cameron Jordan as well as linebacker Demario Davis. NFL media also reporting the Saints re-signed running back Ty Montgomery to a one-year deal. In college football, Kansas on Friday placed head coach Les Miles on administrative leave after the release of a 2013 LSU investigation that concluded that Miles behaved inappropriately with female student employees while he was the head coach there. The report also revealed that LSU's athletic director recommended firing Miles at the time. On the college basketball scoreboard right now, Notre Dame has just gone up 31-18 to over 11th-ranked Florida State, 724 and counting left in the first half. In the SEC, Kentucky up 25-24 to over South Carolina, seven and a half minutes remaining in the first half. There in the Big East, UConn on top of Georgetown, 29 29- to 16 in the first half on the Big Ten. It's Minnesota ahead of Rutgers, 14 to 12, three minutes into the ball game. Jason, back to you. All right, thank you, Isaac. Uh, back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. All right, joining the show now, salary cap expert. That is a pretty cool title to have. There's not many of those out there. 
expertise is a thing you want in life. Andrew Brandt has it, former Packers GM. How are you, man? I'm good, Jason. Good to be with you. It's always, um, you know, I was an agent for many years. I was a team exec with the Packers, as you mentioned, for many years. Now analyzing the business of sports. And it's always interesting to me that me, unlike pretty much everyone else in football, is much I'm much busier when the games stop. <laughs> you know, much busier when there are no games, when there's no season. And that's always been the case with all the positions I've had. Yeah, and, and you know, I read your piece on SI.com, The Business of Football, Understanding the Salary Cap. And, Andrew, you know how this works, okay? You go on these shows, and you I, I can say, hey, I would tra- trade for Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. You know, of course Dallas should back up the Brinks and give up three first rounds and Zeke and blah, 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 get Russell Wilson. And, of course, you know, Pittsburgh should just dump Ben Roethlisberger and sign XYZ. And it's funny to say that, but from a reality perspective, like when you look at the salary caps, a lot of this stuff can't even happen, right? Yeah. I mean, it is. I don't mean to be pejorative with this, but it is these these trades that people conjure up are all fantasy football. And speaking of fantasy football, you know, people, a lot of people listening are in those cap drafts where you start with $200, <laughs> right? So imagine if you're the Eagles or the Steelers or if the, if the if Seahawks trade Russell Wilson or the Rams. So if you're one of those teams, you're not starting with $200 anymore. You're starting with 170 or 140 130 And think how hamstringing that is. That's what happens in the NFL. And I'll explain dead cap a little more in a minute. But this is unique, Jason, to the NFL. Because in basketball yeah. and baseball, if you get rid of a guy, yeah, maybe you still got to pay him or you work out a deal with the new team. But there's no long tail of NFL economics. The cap is something that leaves accounting behind mm. if you've structured contracts in a certain way. And that's the problem for NFL teams. Yeah, when you mention something like dead cap money, a lot of people don't think they, they're not factoring that into their trade scenarios. Now, I think the Rams, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are paying Gurley and Goff something like $30 million not to play for them. Yeah, and let's just let's clarify that because I know a lot of people get this wrong and it's maybe a technicality. But no one's paying anything. Okay, dead <laughs> dead cap is not cash. So, you know, I even read a really prominent guy saying the Eagles still owe Carson Wentz $34 million. They don't. They pay Carson Wentz all his money. Mm-hmm. What they owe him, what they, sorry, owe him, they, they have him on their book. Right. Because cap is accounting. Cash is cash. Cap is accounting. So, yeah, the Rams have Gurley and Goff on their books for 30-something million. The Eagles have Wentz on their books for 34 million. If the Steelers would have let Roethlisberger go, he would still count mm. 20, 22 million. If Breeze retires, he will count 22 million. If Russell is traded, he will count something ridiculous yeah. like 39 million dollars. So, this is the long tail of NFL economics a lot of people don't really understand. Okay, so uh, I'll get to Breeze in a sec, but you mentioned Russell Wilson, right? So a huge dead cap hit if he is traded to Dallas. Now, I did read, I think Mike Florio wrote, well, uh, Dallas can get creative with the money, and then Russ 
could then write a check to Seattle to cover the dead money or something thereabouts. Is that total pie in the sky stuff? Would that ever happen? Has it happened? Um, I only, <laughs> I mean, I read, I saw people talking about this with Wentz that he's going to give back the Eagles 20 million and then the Colts are going to give him 20 million. No, I mean, <laughs> first of all, first of all, they don't, I mean, maybe Russell Wilson does, but people don't have this kind of money. <laughs> you know, it's invested, it's spent. Yeah. You know, that doesn't happen. The only thing that happens sometimes is when, you know, you work out a deal, you can't do it like the NBA where you trade cash. So you want to trade a guy making $10 million, the only the other team wants to pay him only five, so you give him a $5 million bonus, and then you trade him. But this is something different. You know, this, it, trading Russell Wilson is not a problem for the Cowboys, right? The problem is for the Seahawks, because now they will start – 40 million in the hole yeah. if they do that in addition to having to get a new quarterback so that's a whole different story it's never the problem in nfl cap for the for the acquiring team it's a problem for the trading team mm. and where where are you on the drew Brees stuff a lot of movement happening cap machinations i believe they call them uh with guys restructuring and kicking money around in your expert opinion what do you think this is about? Do you think they're trying to keep Drew Brees for another year, or are they making way so they can afford Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or some a big name in quarterback? You know, I think a lot of what the Saints are doing is just getting to Ground Zero. Because, <laughs> you know, they've had a they've been one of those teams that everyone talks about. You sort of push the can down the road. A lot of it with Brees, where they go to Brees every year and say, "Hey, you're twenty million. We're going to turn it into bonus." We're going to bring the cap down to $5 million. We're going to push out $15 million. And they just stack and stack and stack proration. They're going to have to pay the piper, as we know. Mm. It seems to me the Saints and a couple other teams, Eagles, they're just going to have to get to ground zero. Whether they bring Drew back, you know, because he hasn't retired, you're wondering what's going on, or go after someone else, you know, they, then they'll have to restructure or cut or slash or hack even more. But they got a long way to go. Yeah, in your experiences, Andrew, when teams do this, uh, is it basically the Saints were just trying to hang on to the glory years? They were trying to kick the can down the road. Hey, man, we're an 11, 12, 13 win team. We could get a Super Bowl. Let's get it one more chance. And then they fail in the playoffs. And then they're upset in the playoffs. And then the call against yeah. the Rams. So that's what they were doing. And eventually, like you said, you got to pay the piper. Maybe that's this year. Yeah, I mean, listen, I talk about this in my Sports Illustrated article. I, these people that say cap gurus do that kind of thing, you could do that. Everyone listening could do that. You know, all you do is take a big salary, turn it into bonus, pro-rate, push out. The real cap wizards and the optimal way, for, in my opinion, to manage a salary cap is pay as you go. In other words, match cap and cash as much as you can instead of having a high cash and low cap. Try to make it work you know the 49ers first year cap on garoppolo was like 40 million dollars mm. so if they move on and this gives them ability to do so he'll only count like two and a half million on their cap as dead money compared to these 30 40 million dollar charges of other teams so that gives teams flexibility it was something i tried to do in green bay resist the temptation to go to brad or aaron's contract all the time and uh to me, that's the best way to do it. But if you get behind the eight ball, like the Steelers, like the Saints, you just seem to be clawing your way back all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to 
call anyone out, but Andrew, I'm curious, who do you think, when you look around the league at cap situations, who's doing a great job of threading that needle with managing the cap and competing for a Super Bowl? Well, managing the cap, I just mentioned, 49ers do a really nice yep. job, and they were competing, obviously, last year before the injuries. Um, you know, teams that aren't doing well on the field, like Jacksonville, always seems to be doing well with cap room, Cleveland. But a team I'll point out, which is the obvious one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. They do a nice job. You know, Tom Brady has zero proration on that contract. So there's no signing bonus. He makes $25 million a year. And if, for God forbid, he had retired after this year, they would have zero dead money. You know, while he's counting $15 million for the Patriots right now. Mm. So, you know, they're a team that's been able to maximize both. Um, I guess I'll wrap up with this. You know, well, I don't know if I want to go to Pat Mahomes or not, but let, let's go to Dak Prescott, okay? So Dak Prescott yeah. is asking for the world. He allegedly said he wants money just below Patrick Mahomes, which is, you know, that's what the market says. To me, this is crazy. Um, the Cowboys say, we'll give you four. He Or no, the Cowboys want five years, and he says four because I want to come back and get more money in four years. Right. I don't know. When you look at the cap situation in the Cowboys – not only are they have they not managed a cap well, but they're not competing for a Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. Where are you on Dallas, Dak, and, and cap situation there? Well, first of all, you brought up quickly Mahomes. I think the Cowboys would give Prescott the Mahomes contract in a heartbeat. Oh. And the reason for that is it's whatever, it's 10, 11 years, and Dak doesn't even want five. <laughs> because as you said, Dak wants to get to free agency again, which Patrick Mahomes will never do in the prime of his career. And Mahomes is kind of a two-tier contract. He's making about 30 a year for the first five years. Then it jumps to like 45 a year. So I think Dak's in a great position because he's got three options. He can get tagged again for $38 million. He can do a deal that he agrees to. Or they can let him go to free agency, which is the most unlikely option, where he'd make more than anything we're talking about. So by franchising him... He has he has attained all the cards, even with the injury. So you, Andrew, you really think if if the Cowboys said, "Sorry, Dak, we're going to let you walk," someone would pay him thirty eight million a year? I think he'd get the deal he wants. I don't know what wow. that is four four years for thirty something million a year, and then he hits it for fifty million a year in four years. I yeah, just something like that. I just I, I I'm stunned that people are willing to give. I don't know, not even a top 10 quarterback. Maybe he's sniffing the top 10. Uh, $38 million a year for four years. That, to me, when, how can you when, build around him? When is the last time ever, ever, I'm not talking about Brady or Manning, a ascending mid-20s quarterback has hit free agency? Uh, Kirk I Cousins? Don't think, it, or was he? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lesser version. But, yes. I, you know, we don't have a record of this, so I think when that first person is, yeah. and maybe it's Prescott, he'll break the bank. Oh, wow. All right, Andrew Brandt, you can find his stuff uh, everywhere. He's on SI.com, salary cap expert, and he's got a newsletter now. Andrew Brandt, uh, into the newsletter game. S- definitely subscribe for that. Andrew, continued success, and uh, enjoy the weekend. Thanks so much, Chase. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. And 
written by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Keep it locked. Up on game is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Plaxico Burris, TJ Hushmanzada, who's just strolling in like he worked out with Trevor Lawrence this week or something. Uh, Hushmanzada, second best Domino's player at Fox Sports Radio after me, of course. <laughs> uh, also, LeVar Arrington will be host. So, uh, you know, they're up They're up next. How'd it go, by the way, last week with your guy, Lil Wayne? It was awesome. Yeah. He, he broke some news on here. Uh, new uh, albums coming out this year. He was terrific. Had some hot takes on his favorite quarterback, Brett Favre. <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah. Brett Favre is his favorite quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Is you know Favre- You ask most Packer fans, he's who got them into their team, you know? Huh. Lil Wayne? Yeah, he's a big Packer fan from New Orleans, but big Packer fan, big Laker fan. So you guys will get along. Huh. And a Boston Red Sox fan oh, as well. come on. Yeah. What a bandwagon. <laughs> Sorry, Lil Wayne. Um, are you watching this Florida State getting thumped? I almost want to jump on and do an in-game bet on FSU. They're down 20 at Notre Dame. I guess it's senior day or something, and Notre Dame's playing out of its mind. But there's no way they're going to kill FSU like this. And then Rutgers, Minnesota. I made a small in-game wager on Rutgers, which is a plucky team right now, and nobody cares about college. Ba- oh, wait. Iowa Sam. Yeah, they've, Fire been, away. they've been streaking lately in a bad way. I didn't know if Iowa Sam was going to talk anymore no, um, <laughs> after I asked about his engagement and like, or lack, lack thereof. thereof. Yeah. And um, now he's all like down in the dumps and like, no, I don't know why. Calling I, me for college basketball. Iowa Sam, come on. You, listen, you do it all. We are a full service Saturday morning radio show. It's true. It's true. We're going to talk about the heartland. We're going to talk about soybeans. We're going to talk about the Big Ten, the Big 12. I love it. And we're going to talk about I relationships. Love it. You sounded like Tim Tebow. We're going to talk about relationships. Um, <laughs> I love it. There you go, Tim Tebow. Um, I don't know what's in his future, but probably something bright. Uh, maybe he'll have a big future like TJ Hushmanzada. I don't know. And, and, and work out with future pros about. Listen, Tim Tebow will be a professional speaker somewhere. I don't know if it, radio he probably doesn't want to do, but I mean, I, I think he does. Does he do SEC Network or something? I think so. I think he also does ESPN College Game Day. Okay, Game Day as well. He just, he's like one of these uplifting guys. What, Tony Robbins? Is he the guy who does? He's a motivational, motivational speaker. speaker. Yeah. Tebow could easily get that gig. Um, but Gavin, what's the show you mentioned that uh, on Netflix you want to recommend? Uh, Netflix, it's called Lupin. Lupin. L U P I N. I yeah. had a couple people mention it to me. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, my, my schedule today is busy. I got boys basketball. Girls basketball. Um, I got to finish watching Coming to America. I've got to continue to gamble on college basketball. Coming to America 2, the first 30 minutes are hot garbage. (laughs) Then it gets really, really uh, improved. But we know this. You guys are in Hollywood out here. Like, no sequels are really that good. Do you remember the, what's the Vegas movie? Hangover. Gosh, how bad was Hangover 2? I actually didn't think the second one was as bad. The third was awful. Third was, uh, yeah. yeah. Did but, they yeah, make I'm, a Hangover 4? I don't, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I, I'm, but I'm I out do, of I know what you mean. Generally, the, the sequels are not, not as good. Well, it's funny because Wedding Crashers, I still believe, is one of the best comedies. One of the seminal comedies of this century. I'm extremely bullish on it. And Vince Vaughn kind of lives near me. So I know some, you know, he's got kids in youth sports. So I know the dads who know him. So I've met him a couple times. Super nice guy. 
But I want to tell him, like, Vince, please don't do Wedding Crashers 2. Come because the, think about it. Anchorman 2, that came out, that was a flop. I didn't even see it. And, and part of it was because it came out, like, 10 years later. In fact, probably more, like 15. They also did Zoolander 2. Nobody oh, saw that. Oh, gosh. I haven't seen that yeah. either. Yeah. I, I, Wedding Crashers was incredible. I don't know, you know, how you level up from that. I, I was also a big Rachel McAdams fan. Like, for whatever reason, she was on my whole pass That was list. a great run by her she had she the had notebook so many, uh she had, she was in the notebook rachel I, I mcadams really that's who you seen, just said oh i've seen notebook yeah 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 yeah. Uh, very nice what else was she in she 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 wasn't like a smoke show like a jessica alba um i've mentioned jessica alba now twice this is embarrassing um <laughs> but uh, rachel mcadams just something about her she seemed attainable oh like, she was in mean girls mean yeah. girls yes yeah. excellent movie um all right so we're wrapping up the show here thank you gavin congrats on the engagement Iowa Sam, Chris, Isaac. I hope you guys devour some college basketball. Up on game is next. You know, Hushmanzada is probably going to talk some smack about me because I whooped his butt in dominoes. I'm out! No, not now. That sounds like it's going to cost you. I know what to do. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, I could have the money in my account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... 
LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 